Our God is a missionary God, and we are His missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. God bless all the missionaries. Amen. How many times does your prayer end that way, that you feel guilty or think there's something you need to say about praying for missions, and you just tag this simple little sentence at the end of it? It seems like an insignificant moment, uh, not quite as important uh, when we think about the work that missionaries are doing around the world. Today on The Scent Life, we're going to talk about praying for missionaries, why it's important, how to pray more effectively, uh, how to feel like your prayer life is more uh, than just a tagline before you say amen. So thanks for joining us on The Scent Life. Welcome to The Scent Life. I'm Greg Mathias, along with my co-host and partner in crime, Scott Hildreth. <laughs> uh, glad to uh, have you across the table from me today. And today is is an important topic and one that I think deserves more attention. And it's prayer, but a specific type of prayer, Scott. It's it's really praying for missionaries. And just right. as we get in, two quotes come to mind for okay. me. One is from uh, Samuel Zwimmer, uh, known as the Apostle to Islam, was a missionary uh, in the 1900s. And I think this is his quote. If not, somebody correct me. Uh, <laughs> but he says that the history of missions is the history of answered prayers. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the father of uh, modern missions to many, uh, William Carey uh, talks about this idea of him going into the pit, him going uh, to unreached peoples, but yet asking people to hold the ropes. And so I, I think of those two things. And for me, Scott, <laughs> I guess the first question is, should we be praying for missionaries? <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I was thinking this morning, we talked about doing this, uh, doing this podcast today. You and I both spent significant time mm-hmm. overseas. Yeah. Uh, we've spent the last decade plus working with dozens, hundreds of right. students who've gone overseas. And there's this constant refrain of pray for us, mm-hmm. sending out prayer updates and prayer reports and prayer requests. Right. Uh, and, and there really is this idea of praying for missionaries. Yeah. So from your perspective, you, you and yeah. Paige were overseas. You had, right. you had kids overseas. Les and I did as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. What does prayer do for the missionaries? Is it important? Is it just right, right. a form of mobilization? <laughs> how, do, how do we think about prayer? Well, I think sometimes it does come off like, uh, you know, it's just the tagline. It is mobilization. But I think for us, from our experience, uh, oftentimes prayer is connected to we'd send out regular kind of prayer updates. Right. Uh, of course, in those days, we tied them to a carrier pigeon, and it <laughs> took months. Uh, it was before this thing called the Internet. But, uh, you know, I think prayer for us was encouraging in the sense of it kept us connected, not just back home in the U.S. to family and friends, but really kept us connected to the body of faith. Right. And we always knew that there was somebody uh, thinking about us, praying specifically not just for us, but for the people uh, that we lived among in our work. And so I think prayer really is, it's a tangible encouragement to missionaries uh, on the field. What about you and Leslie? Yeah, you yeah. Right so yeah, you know, prayer, it is it is an encouragement, but there are also you know, all these great promises that we have in mm-hmm. scripture, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, Jesus tells anything that we pray in his name, uh, right. he'll do it. We know that uh, that missions is part of his plan. I'm always reminded of, of the verse that uh, 
Mm. Uh, Paul writes in, in his second epistle to the Thessalonians when mm-hmm. he says, pray for us that the word of the Lord right. might spread rapidly, be honored just as it was with you, and that we might be delivered from wicked and evil people because not all have faith. So clearly the apostle Paul believed that praying for missions was important as right. well. So there's right. this real there's this real biblical um, mm-hmm. uh, element to uh, to praying. So we have the promises of Scripture, we have the encouragement that it is for the missionary. Uh, we're in, in some ways, if we're working among the unreached around the right. world, there's nobody else praying for them. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like if, if you if you think about in the United States, uh, there there you can almost rest assured that in every every community, the church is there. Someone is praying for that community. But many of our missionaries actually live in places around the world where if we're not praying for those missionaries, nobody's praying for them or for that people group. No, it's a real right. isolated area. Yeah, and I think also just the the admonishment, which I'm glad you brought that up and reminded us. I mean, it really is part of the responsibility mm-hmm. and it's an issue of obedience right. praying for one another but especially for those we send out uh, missionaries church planters others uh, i think as well it also reminds us that in the the hustle and bustle uh-huh. <laughs> uh, of of fulfilling the great commission uh, that it's not just this thing that we accomplish and do in our own strength that it really is rooted in spiritual realities mm. it's rooted in god working in and through men and women among uh, lost and unreached people, and it's rooted in prayer. Right. And so I think it actually reminds us that this isn't about us. Uh, and so I think as we are involved in praying for missionaries, we're involved in praying for the nations, uh, that we really do kind of tug on God a bit mm. and say, hey, we want to follow you and believe you to accomplish the things that you tell us you can do in your scriptures. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We, in fact, the, 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 to our listeners, we want to just uh, just make this point that we, we believe so significantly uh, about or, or believe so so seriously about the importance of prayer that this week begins a two-week series on praying for uh, praying for missionaries. So Greg and I are going to talk this week right. some tips on praying for missionaries, yeah. uh, some guidelines for how right. to pray in a way that we feel like it's effective, uh, that we feel like you can um, feel like you're getting getting some uh, some progress in your praying for missions. And the next week we're going to have Dr. Chuck Lawless in here with us, who is our vice president for spiritual formation uh, on our campus at Southeastern. He's mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit about praying for missions as well. So that's the goal this week, Greg. Yeah, we know we should pray for missionaries. Uh, our mission organizations teach us right. to pray for missionaries. The Bible tells us to pray for missionaries. But it is so hard to figure out how to pray. I it mean, is. we started off with a little tagline, you know, God bless the missionaries. It's almost <laughs> like the thing you feel like you need right. to say at the end. Why is it so hard to pray for missionaries? Well, I think it, prayer's hard. Right. Regardless of praying for missionaries or anything, uh, just to be honest, uh, you know, probably one of the areas in my walk with Jesus over the years uh, that is up and down is my prayer life. Yeah. And, and part of that is oftentimes it can uh, be less tangible right. than other aspects of, the, uh, of our walk with the Lord. I, I think as well that because it is a spiritual thing, remember, we don't do this in a vacuum, that it's not only hard work and it takes discipline, but you've got an enemy right. pressing back against you right. and wanting you not to pray. And so I think the other thing, Scott, I would just say, maybe you have some thoughts here, is even what you said, that tagline, uh, we do it at the end. I think praying is hard work because it requires some uh, some thought, mm-hmm. some intentionality. In fact, you actually have to have a plan to pray. 
if you don't have a plan, it, you typically, at least in my experience, don't fall into prayer. Yeah, that, that's great. I, I think, you know, planning to pray, having a plan is really important. My experience is if I don't plan my praying, it becomes very rote. It sounds right. the same. It's almost like it gets in a rut. That's, yeah. I just tag a, a, a phrase I've used once that sounded mm. good or felt good, and, <laughs> and I just keep using that phrase over and over. Right. The other thing I think is praying for missions is, I think I, I face two, uh, two okay. dilemmas. Even though we work in the Center for Great Commission Studies, <laughs> work at a Great Commission seminary, yeah. we're part of a Great Commission denomination of churches. I think there are two real pressing things I struggle with uh, when it comes to praying for missionaries. One is that praying for missionaries is praying for somebody that's over there right. and it's easy to be consumed with my needs that are right yeah. here. Out of sight, out of mind. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and even though we talk to missionaries all the time, there's still this point of when I when I pray in the morning, pray in the afternoon, pray at night, then it's the, the most immediate things. Whatever's pressing on right. me right now, my health, the health yep. of my kids, grandkids, mm-hmm. financial things, job issues, those are right now. I think the other struggle about praying for missionaries is that it's so unfamiliar. We don't really know Mm. what they're doing. We don't really know what they need. And so in a way of, of, uh, if you ask me to pray for you, you know, (laughs) pray for me, pray for my kids. I know you, I know your kids. I know what it's like to raise kids in the United States, but for somebody overseas to say, pray for us, pray for our work, it's so foreign. And issues with security means that sometimes we don't tell names and sometimes (laughs) we don't tell details. And it just makes our prayers seem so vague. And the more vague our prayers are, it's almost like the less committed we are to get into this praying. Right. And I would even add to that, I think you're right, there's this proximity issue. I mean, kind of over there, out of sight, out of mind. There is this oftentimes, uh, and, and nobody means it, but the jobs are just really different. So right. what does a missionary actually do? And sometimes in news updates or prayer updates, like you said, real reasons why, but we can't even know who exactly we're praying for. Right. So it becomes vague. But I think another is, at least for me, we happen to be in jobs and roles and in a place where we connect with a lot of missionaries and a lot right. of church planters. I get a lot of updates each, almost mm. each week. That's good. And so I'm almost overwhelmed at times. I'm like, okay, I know God can handle hearing from billions of people. It's hard for me to pray for more than a couple missionaries, really to pray, to your point, specifically for them, for their needs, but also for the people among whom they they live and minister. I just get overwhelmed. So what do I do when I get overwhelmed? God bless all the missionaries. There you go. Just get, just run right back to that same thing. So for the listeners, what we want to do in the in what's remaining in our podcast today is we want to give you some practical handles yeah. and tips right. on how to pray for missions. We, you know, we feel like fellow travelers in this journey. Greg yeah. and I both have been involved in international missions for over two decades, uh, and that means that we have significantly more experience than a lot of people, but we want you to know we feel like fellow travelers on this journey of how to pray for uh, how to pray for missionaries. And we know prayer is important. We know the Bible teaches us to pray. Uh, we know that the missionaries are dependent on our prayers. We know that the people groups around the world right. are lost and dying and going to hell. And we're engaged mm. in a spiritual battle That's for right. their souls. And prayer is our primary tool for accomplishing this. And But sometimes we feel overwhelmed, frustrated, confused. And so what we want to give you today are some practical handles on how we want to pray 
for uh, four missions for missionaries. If you're taking notes, you can jot them down. If you're listening to this at the gym or in the car, uh, don't write while you're driving. <laughs> um, you can go back and listen to it and jot these uh, jot these tips down later. So, Greg, what are some things? Let's begin to working on some practical tips uh, for praying for missionaries. Today on The Scent Life, we have talked about and are talking about praying for missionaries. And I would encourage you to go to two of our primary partners, uh, the International Mission Board and the North American Mission Board. You can go to their websites. You can find them. You can find ways to pray for those who have been sent out. And as you search that, as you pray for those missionaries, I want to ask you a question. Have you considered being an answer to that prayer for the nations? Have you considered Maybe God wants to send you. Maybe he wants to send your family to another nation or to another city to be a missionary or a church planter. And if you said yes to that, uh, I want you to not only connect to the IMB or NAM, go over to sebts.edu. We specialize in training and equipping those who want to be sent uh, to help serve the church and fulfill the Great Commission. We'd love for you to consider beginning to get equipped and trained here to go and be a blessing to the nations. Great. Welcome back for that from the break. So praying for missionaries. I think what we want to do today is we're going to break down our praying for missionaries into an A, B, C, D, E outline. Okay. Be easy to remember, I think. And uh, so we'll just do this. We'll take uh, we'll take a letter and uh, we'll give a prayer request per letter, Greg. So wow. let me jump in here with A. All okay. right. So A, how do we pray for missionaries? A, let's pray acceptance. Hmm. That okay. the message the missionaries preach will be accepted by those that they are sharing with. And one of the biggest frustrations that missionaries face, they're working among the unreached, working among people around the world who are unbelievers, and it feels like we're just making inch-by-inch inch progress. So when you think of a missionary, you don't know what else to pray, think the letter A, and we just pray that their message would be accepted, that the people they're talking to, sharing with, would understand the message, believe the message, receive the message, that the message would be accepted. And let me add to that A yep. of acceptance. Look up apps, mm. apps for your phone, not appetizers, <laughs> but this will help inform those prayers. Uh, again, the IMB, the International Mission Board, uh, you can sign up for their app. They will send you prayer requests. You can get emails. The North American Mission Board board has that as well. We also have other partners like uh, Open Doors uh, USA. Uh, you can sign up there or go to their prayer app. Uh, you can go to places like the Joshua Project and, and be alerted to un the unreached people groups for each day. So uh, have something that informs those prayers so that you can pray A for acceptance. Now let's move it Move down down the list, Scott. What's what, next? What comes after A? Even my three-year-old grandson knows what comes after A is B. All what right. do we pray for B? I think I think one thing we, we pray when we think of the letter B is pray that the missionaries will feel like they belong, that they that they feel like they're at home. So mm -hmm. B, be at home. Uh, one of the most struggles that you know that missionaries face in different culture, different contexts. Think about what you would be struggling with if you were living in a foreign world and in a foreign context and pray that the missionaries would be at home with those obstacles. 
food they eat, illnesses, uh, language that they have to learn, that they would be able to adjust to the new lifestyle, the new people, the new culture, be belonging, be, be at home. No, that's good. That's good. And, and I would also say that not only do they belong, uh, but they would also continue to build mm-hmm. strong marriages and strong families because that can be really difficult anywhere, but especially in a cross-cultural context. And so uh, we want to continue to pray for that as well. All right, so we've gotten A, we've gotten B. Now, what about C? Let's see. Let's play for courage. Okay. (laughs) Pray that the missionaries would have the courage and the boldness to share the gospel, Mm. to live with conviction uh, where they're going. You know, Oftentimes we think that just because a person leaves the United States, the comforts of here, they end up overseas, that suddenly they are uh, uh, filled with this supernatural courage. That's not necessarily true. No, that's right. right. We face opposition. We wake up some days we don't feel good. And so let's think courage. Pray C for courage for missionaries. Yeah, and and again, just to to add to that, I I think what you said, it, it doesn't just happen in terms of that courage. Because people are in different places and different languages, let's also pray for clarity. Good. Uh, I think courage and clarity of the gospel in, in a way that makes sense in different languages to different peoples around the world. All right. A, B, B C. I think I know what's coming next. <laughs> D. All right. What do we pray for? We think we're praying for missionaries. The letter D. Let's pray for a deepening of mm. faith for our missionaries. That is, that their walk with Jesus would be dynamic. Mm. Uh, you know, when we end up in a in a foreign country, end up in a foreign context, the pressures, the struggles of life are are the same as we face here. And then you add to that mm, living good. overseas. And uh, what we don't want is for missionaries to feel like they need to do the work of missions on their own strength, in their own power, but that the same Jesus who called them to the field according to his promise, would be with them until the end of the age. And we want to pay for a deepening Good. faith in the Lord, yeah. a dynamic walk uh, with Jesus. Now, that's been really helpful so far. So just so everybody's keeping up, I mean, it's simple, but we're, we're asking a lot. So we've got A, we want, uh, we're praying for acceptance. Uh, we talked about even apps uh, to help those prayers. We talked about B, being at home, uh, wherever the Lord has, has placed Uh, that missionary or that family or that church planter, and also just uh, as well being at home, belonging, uh, building strong families and marriages. C, uh, for courage uh, to to do what they're supposed to do, uh, to share the gospel and uh, have courage with that and clarity. And then D, we want to pray for a deepening faith in the Lord, but also a dynamic personal walk with Jesus. Because, Scott, uh, you can only give... Uh, really from the overflow right. of a walk. And That's so right. A, B, C, D, I think I know, again, what, what happens after that? I think E. We come with E. So let's think about E. What, what do we tag with the letter E, Greg? Uh, honestly, I think we need to pray just for a, an ongoing excitement hmm. uh, and an enthusiasm about their calling. Good. And not only about their calling, just about the daily work, Mm. because uh, what we said earlier uh, in our conversation uh, on this podcast was oftentimes when we're trying to pray for missionaries, we we feel disconnected to their work. Well, a lot of being a missionary is just a grind. Mm. Uh, Again, it's living life. It's taking care of responsibilities. It's learning language and culture. It's spending hours in relationships sometimes that 
uh, humanly speaking, don't seem to be going anywhere. So you can lose some of that uh, joy or enthusiasm. So we want to pray for our missionaries that they would just have an excitement and an enthusiasm for the work to which they are called, even if they're in a season of difficulty or a season where there's not as much apparent fruit. That's good. Uh, Exactly. You know, the encouragement, speaking of the letter E, the encouragement that missionaries need on a regular basis to stick it out. You know, being a missionary is one of the few Hmm. Um, ministries that you get involved in that you're regularly asking the question, should I stay here? Should I be here? Uh, Should I go somewhere else? And sometimes you're getting pressure from uh, the the nationals, pressure from your family, pressure from your church. Hey, it's time to come home. And so praying for E, for excitement, enthusiasm, encouragement to stick to the task. Right. Uh, so that so that missionaries can have a long term ministry, a long term vision. Greg, let's yeah. move to F. What do we have with All F? Right. Uh, F uh, kind of builds on something we talked about earlier, but in a different way. F. Let's pray for family. Uh, again, we already talked about uh, the the men and the women, and even the families that are serving all around the world. But let's pray for the families back home. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, we often forget about them. Those that are on the other end of being sent. Mom dad, grandparents, brothers, sisters, uh, whoever it might be, uh, because they're sacrificing on behalf of the mission. Yeah. Uh, when they send their son or daughter, when they send their grandkids, right. uh, I know that's when it gets real. Right. Uh, for, so I've heard. Yeah. Uh, that's when it gets real. But we w- want to pray for those uh, families uh, that they would find uh, encouragement in the mm-hmm. Lord, that they would trust the Lord with their sons and daughters mm-hmm. and even grandchildren. Because Again, uh, having four daughters sure. as they get older, and I, I pray that the Lord would maybe take them around the world, mm-hmm. I think when that day comes, uh, I'm going to need some prayers. Sure, absolutely. I never forget my mom when we first told her that we were uh, going overseas. My kids were three and five years mm-hmm. old. And my mom, you know, she started saying some things, and I just said, well, you know, you always taught mission friends in church. <laughs> and she said, yeah, but I never wanted my kids to yeah. be the one who responded to mm-hmm. that teaching. And I know what the feeling is with my kids and with grandkids. So there is this pressure that the family left behind is part of this missionary team, yeah. too. And as the church who sends them out, we, I think, have a responsibility for lifting up praying for the encouragement of the family that's left behind. No, that's good. And and I would just say to our listeners, particularly those that are missionaries or right. church planters, uh, maybe use this as a reminder today to reach out to your family and just say thanks. Yep. And I'm praying for you too. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, we've gone through this list, A, B, C, D, E, F, and we could continue to go on and on and on. <laughs> I think the point that we want to get out this morning is that, um, that really – Praying for missionaries is something that we just need to do in a practice, grab practical handles, move, plan to pray, and do it well, do it effectively. And I think the encouragement is to just pray, right? It's not that you can't, you can't pray wrong if you're praying. No, that's right. And and I would just encourage listeners that might feel like uh, this is a weak area for me or, or perhaps one that I haven't done well at. Grab somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, don't make this just an individual thing. Uh, we're designed to be in a family. Do this corporately. Hopefully your church does that. If not, maybe you can help start something. Uh, and and not only that, when we talk about having a plan, it doesn't mean that every day I'm praying for four hours for right. every missionary in the world. I mean, you may do that. But, but like for me, just for example, uh, I use the International Mission Board. They have nine affinity groups. Okay. 
And so I break it down, and I'm just weird like this. I, I okay. see we patterns. Know weird, I, I know. That's okay. And so because there's nine affinity groups, when a nine pops up, so maybe February 9th, February 19th, hmm. and well, we're missing another nine this month. But you could go January. Pick a different month. <laughs> I will pray for three affinity groups in the sense of either generally or if I know workers in the among those peoples, I'll just pray hmm. for them on those days. Okay. And and that helps me kind of break down this overwhelming um, responsibility. That's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, really. The, you know, that's a. I think that's a great point. Maybe we can begin to land the plane here. Is, yeah. the, is the idea that you don't have to pray for everybody right. every day, right? But praying every day for God's mission that's is good. a significant that's investment good. in the yeah, kingdom. And good. so we want to encourage our our listeners to make it a commitment, make it a priority, to pray. Uh, well to pray uh, with wisdom as you pray for missions. Don't just use the tagline at the end, God bless the missionaries. <laughs> yeah. uh, but pray specifically uh, with names, uh, uh, geography, uh, any way that just really focuses your prayer. Yeah. As we, as we end this episode, let me just use uh, a favorite passage of mine to pray for uh, church planters and missionaries, just to kind of pray through as we close out this Good. episode. Uh, Colossians chapter 4, uh, verses 2 through 6. Uh, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord, you tell us to devote ourselves to prayer, to stay alert, and, and be thankful in it. And so we do that, Lord. Uh, we thank you that we can uh, even today talk about and then practice prayer. But but you tell us, and, and Paul asks, and we know missionaries and church planters ask, uh, that you, God, would open a door to to our mission for our missionaries, so that your word, your gospel, uh, the mystery of Jesus Christ, would be made known. Uh, no matter where missionaries are serving, Lord, and we know them all over uh, this country and all around the world. Uh, would you open those doors for them? Uh, he goes on to say that uh, that he would have courage and boldness to make your gospel known as they should. And so I pray for our missionaries that they would remember that to which they are called, uh, first to whom they're called to, but then what they're called to, that they would be bold and courageous with the gospel message. Uh, Lord, that they would also act wisely uh, towards outsiders, that they would make the most of their days, Lord. Uh, that they would seize every moment for you, even uh, as they are doing daily responsibilities. And Lord, would you help them with their speech, Uh, that it would not only be gracious and seasoned with salt, but Lord, that they would grab hold of the language uh, of the people among whom they live. And so Lord, uh, again, give them courage, give them boldness, Lord. We pray for our missionaries. Let them know that they are not forgotten, uh, Lord, and we know that you are working in and through them. And so we do pray even today that they might see gospel fruit. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks a ton. Appreciate you being here for this episode of The Scent Life. Uh, Come back next week for the next episode as we continue our our second part of our two-part series on praying effectively for missionaries. Next week will be an interview with Dr. Chuck Lawless, and uh, that'll be a a great opportunity. So make sure you come back for that. Subscribe to our podcast uh, so that you can get regular updates. And don't feel feel free to pass this podcast on to others. Uh, Pass it through your church, your small group, as you are learning to working on praying for missionaries. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you, hearing back from you next week. Thank you.